listening to Utah's New News with Maria Chaleos on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, KSL News Time, 1230, KSL's top story this hour. Tomorrow is the last day of the legislative session. Utah lawmakers only have until Friday's deadline to get their bills passed and onto the governor's desk. Governor Spencer Cox is clearing some space on that desk, though, by putting his signature on nine newly passed bills. This morning, six resolutions and three amendments to previous bills have the governor's signature. The amendments deal with employment confidentiality and non-disclosure during sexual assault, sexual harassment, and allegations of sexual harassment. Another removes the residency requirement for people gathering signatures as part of the election process. And the third makes some changes to the things considered government records and subject to open records requests. Don Brinkerhoff. KSL News Radio. Utah legislature has passed a bill that creates an agent that looks for new water sources outside state lines. KSL News Radio's Adam Small has more. That agent would be a new council that can negotiate with other states to get water. Bill sponsor Senate President Stuart Adams says we need to have a long-term water outlook like the people that came before us. They didn't have a view just for their kids and their grandkids, but they looked five generations down the road. For example, this council could negotiate something similar to what Nevada is already doing with California, help them build desalinization plants and get some of their Colorado River water in return. However, some have spoken out against the bill because the council's work would be exempt from Utah's public records laws. Adams has defended this, saying negotiations with water are extremely sensitive from the get-go. The bill is now on its way to the governor's desk. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. We'll soon know whether lawmakers will fund a program where farmers can forego some of their crops to help the Great Salt Lake. Representative Doug Owens is asking the legislature for $500,000 for a split season leasing program where farmers can send some water that they would have used on crops down to the Great Salt Lake. Lawmakers will vote on it when they approve the final budget by tomorrow night. Governor Spencer Cox proposed $190 million to address homelessness before the legislative session began. As it's winding down, an advocate for that funding says the final numbers won't come close. I'm hopeful we get to half of that number in total with everything piled in. That includes some ongoing revenue from the legislature that they need credit for. They've already committed $10 million ongoing this year. Michael Parker with the Utah Impact Partnership says most of the state funding for homeless services comes from one-time money for just the coming year. Solutions to homelessness, crime reduction, and major infrastructure improvements are all goals of Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson has more. KSL.com reports the unveiling came on Wednesday in a statement from the mayor that includes making further gains on major projects like a Main Street pedestrian promenade, Green Loop, and work on Ballpark Next. New goals include child care, affordable housing, and water conservation challenges. Several environmental goals include the potential of finally opening a 80-megawatt electron solar project in Tooele by the summer. The project has been significantly delayed by international trade and supply chain issues, according to the city. Mark Jackson, KSL Radio. KSL's top national stories. The House is approving a stopgap measure to avoid a government shutdown. This short-term spending measure extends funding for some agencies until March 8th and others until March 22nd. Before the vote, Representative Thomas Massey urged a no vote on the legislation. He says this doesn't solve their problems. We're going to kick the can down the road. Is that going to solve any problems? No, it creates another crisis next week. 
You see, that's what they want, another crisis. They want to threaten you with the shutdown so they can get more spending. The bill now goes to the Senate. President Biden and former President Trump are both visiting the border in Mexico today, with Mexico today, I should say. President Biden will be in Brownsville, Texas, while Mr. Trump is scheduled to speak in Eagle Pass. That's where we find ABC's Maria Villarreal. Eagle Pass is the epicenter of where Operation Lone Star has been put in place. This is the program that was uh, put together by Governor Abbott and his people. It focuses on militarizing the border, um, but it also focuses on border security for Texas as a whole. Eagle Pass has definitely had a lot of people coming through this area. Um, Right now it is slowed, but there's a lot of support for Trump here from conservatives, not just leaders, but law enforcement as well. Recent polls show that 57 percent of registered voters say that Trump would would handle securing the border better, while 22 percent said the same for Biden. Other national stories KSL is following. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says there was never any lapse in command and control during his hospitalization for prostate cancer. He told the House Armed Services Committee today that there was a breakdown in notifications during his January stay at Walter Reed after experiencing complications. He admits he should have promptly informed people about his diagnosis and treatment. Again, we did not handle this right, and I did not handle it right. As you know, I've apologized, including directly to the president, and I take full responsibility. Austin says his doctors expect him to be completely cured of prostate cancer. First look traffic, here's Ricky Meese. Looking pretty good on I-15 north and southbound between Ogden and Provo. Crash-free, delay-free on all the Valley freeways. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL News Time, 1235.